Hello, it's Jim Conley, Executive Marketing Manager for Anatomy and Physiology here at McGraw-Hill Education, and I'm really delighted to be here with you today on the Succeed in AAP podcast. My guest today is someone that I absolutely think is amazing. Her name is Alicia Nye. Hi there, Jim. Good to see you here in the studio, Alicia. So a couple things very fast. You have special distinction. Not only are you awesome, which you know I, I feel that way about you, um, you are the first student that we're going to feature here on the Succeed for AMP. That's item number one. And you're also the second person that's ever been in the studio here at 501 Bell Street here in Dubuque, Iowa. Right on. It's pretty cool. And actually, the one that was here earlier is someone you know real well, oh, Molly Scheel from NICC. Absolutely. Which is awesome. <laughs> Well, this is great. So we're going to talk a little bit about the study tips that uh, we have published, the top 10 tips to thrive in an anatomy and physiology course. We won't go through all of them, but we're going to have a quick conversation with you so we can get the student's perspective on just all things. The audience can learn a little bit more about you. So I'm going to ask you some questions. Is that cool today? Absolutely. All right. You got it. All right. So first one, this is an easy one. Tell me what you're studying right now. Well, currently I'm in the paramedic program at NICC. Uh, I had originally been planning to do nursing. However, with my family business being in the emergency medical field, it just made more sense for me to go into the paramedic paramedic degree, paramedic field. Um, So I'm studying that right now, and it is going to be an associate's degree. Um, Normally it's just a certification. However, because I've completed you know, anatomy, a microbiology course, and all these other required courses, I'll get the associate's degree as well. Oh, that's pretty cool. I remember that's the way I didn't do it for that track, of course, but when I was going through, I got the associate's degree, and I remember a lot of my friends are like, why would you do that? And I'm like, I'm there anyway. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Might as well there. just add it right on. Put a couple more letters behind my name. <laughs> Amen. And, and what a wonderful business. So mm-hmm. Paramount is the family business, yep, right? Paramount Ambulance. Paramount Ambulance here in Dubuque, Iowa. It's really cool. So thank you to your mom and dad, too. Uh, it's a wonderful business that does a great service here for our community, and we're really thankful for that. And then I know for a fact that they've really kind of tutored a lot of paramedics over the years and really absolutely. made them better. And absolutely. we're all about saving lives yeah, here all absolutely. over the place, either through education. It's all about moving forward. Yeah. yeah, it's so cool. So tell them thanks, too, and tell yes. them I said hi. Absolutely. Okay, so the next question, which is a fun one, is why do you love anatomy and physiology? You know, I have always loved the human body, and I say that because I, I love the healthcare field, and I love how, you know, it's always changing, it's always moving forward, but the biggest thing about A&P, it is absolutely 100% the foundation of any healthcare course. Whether you decide to go into nursing, paramedic, your EMT, anything that's based on the human body or based in moving healthcare forward, it's got to have anatomy to it. Anatomy and physiology, without that, you have no solid foundation. So that course in itself, I knew I had to excel in. Um, and I had a really great instructor. I had a really great experience. I knew what I had to do, and I had to pass it. And I actually had fun taking the class. You know, going from anatomy one to anatomy two, I was like, yeah, I'm really excited to get back into anatomy two. Oh, man, that's so encouraging to hear because sometimes students, they get through a one, and they're thinking, oh, geez, what's going to happen next? And now you have someone like yourself. It's like, I'm eager. Absolutely. I I mean, and even if you think about it, anatomy one in itself is just the basics. You get into anatomy two and you get to actually learn about all the systems, respiratory, cardiovascular. You get to learn about the nervous system. You get to learn about all the intricate details of the human body in anatomy two. So that's what pushed me into anatomy two. I was like, I want to learn more about all these systems. I don't want just the basics. I want to learn even more. Oh, that's great. Okay. So what excites you about being a student the most? 
You know, I, I always feel like learning is one of the most important things that you can continuously do. And I graduated from, and got my bachelor's degree, you know, almost three years ago now. So I'm at the point where I, I like to say, yeah, I graduated three years ago, but I'm still in college or I'm still learning. And so I think that's that's the one thing. I'm, I'm always a student, you know, whether I'm going to be 35 years old or I'm just turning 25 years old. I honestly think that if you're not learning... I mean, it, it just, it's not going to push you forward. So I, I will consider, always consider myself a student. Oh, my goodness. And <laughs> earlier you heard me call Alicia awesome twice. <laughs> that right there is exactly why. I, I believe the same thing that you do. you got to be a student of the game, and that's mm-hmm. your entire life. Mm-hmm. And you never stop doing that. So keep up that good work. It's amazing. All right, so you know we had our MHE Happiness event, which you mm-hmm. participated in. Thank you for doing that, too. Um, we talked about the top 10 tips that we have kind of certified as things that students can use to help them thrive in the anatomy and physiology course. So out of that top 10 list, what is your personal favorite and why? My personal favorite would definitely be the visuals and notes. And I say that because anatomy and physiology is in and of itself visual. You right. have to see the human body. You have to actually interact with the human body. And you know, whether you're using your own personal notes that you're taking in class or you're using things like Learn Smart and Connect or you're actually using your textbook, all of those things, you're, you're looking at visuals, you're looking at charts, you're looking at graphs, you're actually interacting with something on a computer-based program. So being able to use all of those things in itself, it's going to reinforce any topic that somebody could possibly just lecture at you. Um, and any time that you're learning something that's physical, as a subject, you just, you, you want to see it. So I always, I mean, I was a very good note taker. I kind of just learned and kind of continued to take better notes and better notes and being able to use programs like Connect and Learn Smart, those especially helped me excel even more because it continued to reinforce topics and teach me things that I was like, oh, I didn't think of it that way, but that, that definitely works. Or that's something that I was like, oh, I had that backwards. I need to, you know, I need to watch that visual or watch that interactive video to make sense of it. And I'd watch those a few times before all of a sudden I was like, light bulb. <laughs> <laughs> we love those aha moments. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we, I had a lot of those. <laughs> yeah. It, well, you do, especially in a complex course like a mm-hmm. it's inevitable no matter how bright you are. It's all brand new. Mm-hmm. The terminology, the movements of the physiology, homeostasis. Yep. Everything's a challenge, but if you just can keep going and keep watching it, whether you're watching it for the first time, second time, or the 50th time, eventually it's going to stick. You'll get that light bulb moment. Oh, and I love that. And we'll talk a little bit more about the concept of grit later, but... Um, and grit meaning just like sticking with things. And, and it came through there. You're talking about watching something five times. Yeah. And if you didn't get it the first, second, or third time, just keep going. Right, absolutely. All right, so I'm going to be a new AMP one student. I'm at NICC. And you're going to give me some advice. What would you tell me? Use your resources. And I say that not to be generic, not to be like that college student that's been there, done that. But I say that because... Your professors are there to make sure that you learn the information, and they're also there to help you 100% of the way. They don't want to see a student fail. They're not there to just throw a bunch of information at you and say, here, go learn it. Your test is next week. Um, They're absolutely there to, step by step, they want you to learn the information, and they want you to understand it. They don't want you to just learn it for a test and then never remember it again. Um, Other resources, use your resources like your textbook. Use your resources, any online resources that you're getting, whether it's the Connect or the Learn Smarts. Everything that they give you, they're giving it to you for a reason. They're not just giving it to you because it's like, oh, McGraw-Hill sold us this product, and they're like, use it. They're using it because 100% they believe in the product. If they're, as a professor, if they believe in that product, 
they're not just going to tell you to do it just because. They want right. you to do it because it's going to reinforce everything that they teach you, everything that they're showing you on the chalkboard, everything that they're showing you on their interactive sites. It's all there for a reason. So, I, I mean, from the beginning, when, when they first told me that we're going to use this resource called Connect, I was like, what is that? I, I had no idea. I had been out of school for a year. Um, and, you know, I can't believe the changes in education and learning in itself that can change in a year. But... I was introduced to Connect right away, and I was like, this is so cool. Like, I, I actually feel like I'm learning something, and I'm continuing to learn it. And every time I come back, I'm like, I learned a little bit more. So, I mean, any resource that was given to me at the beginning of AMP, I was like, use it. Log on, get your username figured out, and use it. Oh, that's fun. And you're exactly right. Just get more out of your resources. Because at the end of the day, you're competing when you're going through your degree, and everybody has the same resources, so you might as well use everything Absolutely. you have. That's great advice. Okay, so I know that's good advice, but then let's look at the most challenging moment of your academic career. Would you mind sharing that if you don't mind? As odd as it sounds, the most challenging part of my academic career was choosing my major. All right. Um, You're 18 years old, and you're expected to know what you want to do for the rest of your life. So I'll be honest, and I was one of those college students that I changed my major about three or four times before I was like, okay, public relations, business degree, I I got my degree. Well, right out of, out of my graduation, I'm like, I think I'm going to go back to school for nursing. And, you know, I was just graduated. And I told my parents I'm going to go back to school for nursing. And they're like, you just graduated. Um, so they're I quite mean, thrilled. It's just one of those things where it's just the hardest thing to do is finally decide and pinpoint a major. And I think even though I did make all those changes and I'm still back in school, right. I'm still learning. Even if I was not in school, I'd still be learning no matter what I'm doing. So I guess to me, I'm just doing it in a structured setting at NACC. It works for me. Absolutely. And that, that's a great story, too, in terms of the challenge can be something like that where, I mean, that's your future, but that's not a terminal end either. No, absolutely. Nothing Nothing when you're going through college is going to be a terminal end. Right. You know, even when you hit a class where you're just struggling to get through it or struggling to get by, there's always going to be those little challenges. But if you just keep going, just keep going, there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. You know, whether it's just going to be you're just passing the class. Well, my dad always liked to tell me, that means you passed. Whether you got the A or the C, <coughs> right. you passed. <laughs> Go to the next step, right? Absolutely. Just keep going. Yeah, and the big thing there is it's like shoots and ladders sometimes, too, where you take a couple steps forward, maybe go back a little bit, but your dad gave you great advice. Yeah. You keep passed it, just mistakes. keep calling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right, so with Connect, just to be a little self-serving here because mm-hmm. it's the McGraw-Hill podcast, yeah. um, what part of Connect Anatomy and Physiology did you like the most? I loved the Learn Smarts. For me, that was the the one, the program, I mean, I, I used it all. You know, I got interactive with the lab um, component of it as well, but the Connect and the Learn Smarts were the two biggest ones, but the Learn Smarts more so because it was adaptive and it, it pointed out, oh, you're really good at this, but let's practice these topics because you seem to not understand these quite as well. And they continue to throw those questions at you. So for me, it was helpful because it pointed out my weaknesses and my strengths. I loved knowing that I was really good at certain topics, but it also helped me to be like, okay, I've studied that enough. Let me focus on these topics that I just keep getting questions on and I can't get through them on my Learn Smarts. So it would direct me to like the textbook or the e-textbook, whichever one you use. And I was like, okay, well, I, I, I know I'm good at pages 1 through 50. I need to look at 50 through 70. And I, you know, for me, it's visual learning. So I'd look at diagrams, I'd look at charts, I'd look at all the visuals. 
read through anything that's in bold because they put it in bold for a reason. Um, and then I'd go back to the Learn Smarts and see if you know anything that I had reinforced worked. And you know that it just seemed to pick up on that. And even though you may or may not be getting the same questions a few times, it's like you're reinforcing it. So to me, the Learn Smarts and that reinforcement piece was huge. Yeah, that's great. And you and I did briefly talk about this earlier, but the concept of grit. Um, in anything worthwhile, but especially getting multiple degrees like you are, you really have to have it because things are not always going to work out your way. You might get that C in a class or you might have some challenge personally that happens to you, you know, throughout your journey. How did you learn that concept of grit? I would definitely have to say for my parents, um, with them being business owners, uh, mm -hmm. being a oh, business yeah. owner in and of itself is you have to have grit. You have to have that perseverance. When times get tough, you have to keep trying. Um, and my parents started their business when I was 12 years old, so I was able to see it grow to what it is now, and now I get to be a part of it. Yeah. Um, so seeing them persevere that way gave me that little ch um, spark that even when something gets really tough, whether I'm three steps back and I want to be 10 steps forward, I'm able to be like, okay, Okay, what do I have to do to not only get to where I was, but excel even further? How do I keep doing that? And, you know, whether it's adapting to something that's changed and you can't change it back or learning from a mistake and being like, okay, I tried that. I'm going to get back up to here and I'm going to push forward 10, 10 more steps because simply I learned from what I did before. Yeah, that's great. And just know this. I met your mom not too long ago <laughs> and uh, your dad as well. They're both just so proud of you. Mm -hmm. And then also your sister, Christina, they're just proud of the people that you've become today. And, and I, it's just so encouraging to see their influence on you. And then now you're going to be passing that on through these awesome words oh, are yeah. the advice to other students. Which <laughs> yeah, is hopefully other students pick up on it too. Yeah. <laughs> Amen to that. Okay, so now I'm in AMP1. So you gave me that advice earlier. And let's say I didn't follow that advice. And you're talking to me in the hallway and I'm like, I think I better drop out of AMP1. What would you tell me? Don't. Don't drop out. Um, I think I, just recently, you know, I took the accelerated summer course for my mm -hmm. AMP2 class. So, yep. I mean, I knew from the get-go that it was going to be a six-week challenge, and I was ready to take it on. And I know that there were some people in my class that had that challenge of, right. oh, my gosh, they didn't understand how quick it was going to be. And I convinced myself, I know I convinced two girls to stay in the class. And just having that ability to convince somebody to stay in the class, I didn't tell them to do it just because, you know, right. it's going to look bad to all of a sudden leave the class. I said because you know this stuff. This is your body. This is the human body. You want to understand it even more. And I think it all comes down to don't give up. Yeah. As cheesy as that sounds and as like unmotivating as somebody might say, like, oh, you're just telling me not to give up because it's going to look bad or it'll have a deficiency on my transcript or I'm going to have to take it again next year or money or anything like that. I'm saying it because giving up, it, it, it's like saying, okay, I, I don't want to do that anymore. Right. Or, it just has that negative connotation or that negative feel to it. Whether you're going to pass a class or not, I always tell people to finish. Yep. Um, even if it, even if you don't pass the class, you, you're still learning a lot. You're learning from the experience of, okay, I understand the work, the time, the dedication that has to go into this class, and I'm going to do just that the next time around. Um, and I know um, of the two girls that I convinced to stay in the class, they both passed. Oh, yeah. um, so it was just... Sometimes you can just hit that little speed bump that just you you feel like it's the end of the world, but it's not. Yep. Um, it's one test or it's one assignment or it's one one grade. So don't get discouraged. Keep going. Keep trying. Don't give up. Don't drop. <laughs> you know what's so amazing about that advice 
is I'm a big fan of a gentleman by the name of Jocko Willink, which may sound a little strange in terms of the name, but he's a Navy SEAL, and he's written a lot of books, um, one that's called The Way of the Warrior Kid, which is for children, and they talk a lot about how you shouldn't give up, and a lot of the things that you just mentioned is advice that he gave to his SEAL teams and then now through his children's book you know, to children, and that's really what it's all about is that decision to give up is entirely on your shoulders. Mm-hmm. And it may sound cliche, but later I'm going to send you a, a video um, that he did. It's like about four minutes long. It's called Good. Oh, right. And it's all about, you know, something that uh, similar to what you just said. I don't want the cat on the bag, but right. really cool. And for our listeners, if you ever get a chance, uh, read any of his books or videos. It's cool that way. Um, all right, so you get one more bit of advice. I'm asking you for lots today. That's all right. You have some professors that are going to be listening, thankfully, and we appreciate you guys listening to the podcast. We're going to ask Alicia, 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 Alicia from, from the student's perspective, if you were going to give them some advice, what would you say to them? Um, as a professor, I would definitely say show your students your passion for learning. Um, it, it is one thing for a professor to just regurgitate what a textbook says or just be like, here's, you know, here's Connect, here's Learn Smarts, that's due next week actually show them why you love teaching the subject of anatomy and physiology. I was lucky and I had a professor that absolutely loved the human body and I think her fascination with it gave me that excitement, that motivation, that want to learn it. So I think from as a student, when I see a professor that's excited, that's motivated, that has fun teaching anatomy, that makes me want to learn it even more. So definitely as a professor, show your students why you love the subject, show them your passion for it, um, and make make it fun. Make them want to learn it. Make them want to understand why you love it so much. High five right there. <laughs> High five right there. Okay, last two questions for you. Okay. They'll be easy ones. Um, well, one's kind of heavy. Okay. What's your hope for the future? And that could be anything. Oh, absolutely. Um, well, I I said from the beginning, I'm always going to be a student. So even even when I get my paramedic license, hopefully get my paramedic you will, license. You will, you will, you will. How's your thoughts? eight months away from that. But um, I'll get my paramedic license, and guess what? I'll continue on to get my critical care paramedic license. So yes. continuing to add some certifications, things behind my name. Um, but my hope in general for the future is to continue to help with my family business. Um, I do have a twin brother, and... Um, someday our plan is to co-own the family business, so we're, oh, cool. we're constantly learning the business side of things. Yep. So um, I, I'll always be a student. I'll always be. A, I'll someday be a business owner. Um, but uh, I, I look forward to continuing to learn in my future. Wow. Love hearing that. Last question of the day is how, if you don't mind sharing, how can people find you? Um, well, I guess the easiest way to find me is by email, or if you want to look on my LinkedIn profile, I do keep that relatively up to date. So um, my email, I keep it pretty simple. It's Alicia Nye at ParamountEMS.com. Awesome. And just can't thank you enough for your time that you gave us graciously today here in the podcast. This is Jim Conley, formally signing off for Succeeding A&P. We look forward to talking with you again and sharing another wonderful conversation uh, here in about two weeks. Alicia, big high five to you. Yeah. Thanks for everything Thanks that you're for doing. Inviting me. And you're going to be an awesome business owner. You already are. Mm-hmm. And then your degree here in the paramedic, the one that's coming in eight months, mm-hmm. that's going to happen, no doubt in my mind. And then the next one will be right after it. And the sky's the limit for you. So yes. keep up the great work. Thank you. And we'll talk to you soon. <laughs>